Do you feel stuck and repeat? Are you in a loop of missed opportunities, unmet goals, feeling stagnancy in your personal growth and a nagging sense of underachievement? I know you want more. That's why I'm inviting you to join our year in review private audio course, Pivot for More in 2024. Break free, design and live a life where you are winning at work and at home. You'll learn to celebrate your wins, learn from the losses, realign your life's goals with your true potential, and reignite your journey with a clear, powerful plan. Act now. Text PIVOT to 1-804-913-2579. Make 2024 the year of no regrets. As an engineering leader, you know firsthand that achieving work-life balance can be hard. Many business owners struggle with the balance between their personal lives and their work. This leads to stress and a feeling of regret. But that's not the case for the listeners of the Engineer Your Success podcast with Dr. James Bryant. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. Tune in. Let's engineer your success today. Welcome to the Engineer Your Success podcast, where we dive deep into the strategies and insights to help you unlock your full potential both at work and at home. I am your host, Dr. James Bryant, and today we are continuing our discussion on winning the workforce war. It's a multi-episode series. The first episode, we talked about how to attract and keep the right team. Last week, we focused on building a company culture that sticks. Here are a few key points from last week's episode. Number one, just talking about the general importance of culture, a strong company culture is not just a nice to have, but a necessity in today's competitive job market. It can significantly impact employee satisfaction, productivity, and retention, making it a key factor in attracting and retaining top talent. Another point that we talked about is this contrast between a good culture and a bad culture. And so characteristics of a good company culture include inclusivity, transparency, employee empowerment, recognition, work-life balance, continuous learning, and adaptability. And in contrast, bad company culture exhibits exclusivity, lack of transparency, things are happening in a black box, micromanagement, neglect of not only the employee's professional development, but also their personal development, you know, kind of neglect of their whole well-being, and then a static learning environment, poor communication, and resistance to change. So today, we're going to look at the significance of company values and their impact on shaping the organizational culture and driving employee engagement. We're going to explore how defining and living out core values can attract, unite, and inspire your workforce, establishing a solid foundation for sustained success. Once your organization has defined its core values, The next critical step is to truly live them out. So one of the worst things that you can do is to have the values just be words on a wall or words on a calendar. They should be active in the actions of the company and its leaders. So I want to spend some time talking about leadership. When leaders consistently model the core values in their actions, decisions, and the way they manage and inspire their teams, it sends a clear message throughout the organization. This top-down approach is crucial because it demonstrates to all of the employees 
that the company's values are not only aspirational, but also practical guiding principles for day-to-day conduct. Living values extends beyond your internal operations. It's reflected externally to your clients and stakeholders. When your workforce embodies core values, they deliver services and create products that are consistent with those principles. For instance, if innovation is a core value, then your team's approach to problem solving and product development will underscore that principle. And that can be a differentiator in your organization, in your marketplace. If you take the time to work on those internal things, right? The internal structure, your core values, your culture, as you live that out, the results you will see externally. Now, there are some things that you can do that externally that will help you to drive revenue, attract clients, but it's difficult to sustain that if those internal pieces, the foundational pieces of your success isn't there. It's going to be difficult for you to attract and retain the right talent in the customers unless you have those foundational pieces kind of in place. So I want to take some time to share a real world example from my work at Engineering Your Success, helping small businesses and business owners design and live a life to win at work and at home. So it's a particular company, one of my small business clients, they're about 20 years old. They were about 20 years old when they decided that it was time for them to update their strategic plan. So they engaged Engineer Your Success in the uh, Albright Group, a strategic communications firms in their, you know, they, they engaged us to help in their efforts. And so this included focus groups that were talking to employees all across all of their various offices and regions. It also included sessions with the leadership team, but all of that really was to gather the company's input for their strategic plan. Now, today's episode is not about developing a strategic plan. I'm simply trying to provide the context for how values fit into this discussion. Last week, I talked about you know doing a cultural audit, how you can do surveys, focus groups, meetings. This is another way in which you can get a sense of what the company culture is by having these types of meetings. In this case, we were focused on developing the strategic plan, but we had very similar results in terms of determining where the company was culture-wise. So we went through an initial brainstorming exercise to get a feel for those company values. Now, we had input from the focus groups that we had already done, but this was kind of a workshop where we were going through and talking about company values. And so first we provided a list of values and we asked the team to separately choose 10 of those words that resonated with them. If you're interested in getting a list of values, send me an email at james at engineeryoursuccessnow.com and just put values in the subject line and I'll send you the worksheet that we use with this company, but it has, you know, words like accomplishment, focus, forgiveness, freedom, friendship, just a bunch of different words that are value related. So we asked them to choose 10 words that resonated with them individually. Then we asked those participants to rank those 10 values in order of importance. The third step was each participant was asked to share their list 
but also to tell the group why they chose those values and why they chose the order of those values. And this really allowed for great discussion as people were getting a better understanding or sense of where there were values alignments and where they were not. And so from there, participants were asked to then take that list, focus it down. And eventually, just throughout all of the participants in the workshop, we got down to these six core values was integrity, curiosity, innovation, excellent, excellence, and helpfulness. We then wanted to encapsulate the things on the list into value statements. And so we developed these values statements based partially on that list and some other uh, dialogue that we had during the workshop. So the value statements are number one, put safety first in all that we do. Number two, treat all those we encounter with respect, honesty, integrity, fairness. Number three, foster curiosity and innovation to solve client problems and drive success. Value statement number four was sustain excellence by continuing to develop technology solutions in delivering the highest quality work. Value statement number five, maintain a supportive workplace where employees feel valued, challenged, and rewarded. Number six, be a supportive pillar in our communities. Number seven, manage our business to support firm growth and sustained values. And number eight was be a responsible steward. So, you know, it was pretty interesting to go through this exercise to help this company refresh their values. I'm grateful for uh, just the opportunity to help businesses continue to move and to grow. And so one of the things I've mentioned earlier is that it, it means nothing if it's just on paper or if it's just in an email. But I've been able to see from my purview over the past 12 to 15 months, how this company has begun to institute these values into their operations, into what they do. So they really started to focus values during their monthly staff safety meetings. They came up with an effort where the any team member can nominate a fellow team member for living out these values, for putting the values in action. So during the meeting, there's like a mission minute where they talk about this nomination process, the nominating employee goes up and says, hey, I saw Jim do this when we were in the field or we were in the office. And they not only talk about the value, but they talk about why or what they saw in that action. And so it drives two things. One, you're creating an environment of appreciation, but two, you're continuing to reinforce the values that you're developing. In terms of the employee development and training, the company has started investing in the development of their employees, both from a professional development piece. They were already doing that, but now they're integrating personal goals. And so there's an annual survey that goes out to all employees to measure the effectiveness of existing efforts and to gather information on where and how employees want to grow moving forward. Engineering Your Success have also been engaged to develop a private company podcast and in that podcast, what we're covering there is employee interviews, industry news. You know, really we want to, from an employee interview perspective, we want to learn more about people, 
what they do in their current role. Uh, part of this is to create a continued sense of community so that people don't feel alone, as well as to continue to perpetuate, continue to remind folks of this company culture. Uh, there's also in that podcast going to be a focus on safety and a focus on continuing personal and professional development. So again, th- yeah, I will keep you posted as we develop and roll this out, but it's been really cool to see how this company has moved from thinking about values, going through the exercise of nailing those values down. Then we move to developing the value statement and they are living out these value statements every day. So what are some ways or things to consider when you're thinking about integrating the core values into your day-to-day operations? Well, one, you can start it from the very beginning in terms of recruitment. It is imperative that you look for individuals whose values resonate with those of your company. We, we talk about this in terms of company culture as well, making sure that you have a good cultural fit. The same thing is true for your values. So this isn't just about their skills or their experience. It's about finding those who align with the culture that you are creating. I've seen companies transform their interview process by integrating questions that dive a little bit deeper to into the understanding of an individual's or candidate's own values, as well as demonstrating more about their own corporate values as part of that process. And so that approach really does help to find the right fit while reinforcing the company's commitments to the values from the get-go. It also lets the potential candidate know or get an inkling or a sense that these values are not just things on the wall, but they're active and the company is engaged in pursuing them. Or you can look at onboarding your new employees. So this is a chance to immerse new hires in the company culture. So I recommend developing programs that just don't talk about the values. You know, you have death by PowerPoint, here are all the values, or here's the employee handbook, and then let them read about it. But you want to show the values in action. So if we take the mission minute that I talked about my small business client, they could record certain portions of that and use that as part of their onboarding process to show the um, new employee, how other employees are being recognized for upholding those values. You can also use storytelling to share instances where company values have driven decisions and outcomes. So it could, again, that could be case studies, testimonials, or some interactive sessions with leaders who actually walk the talk. As I think about the episode, in today's focus has really been on this topic of core values or core organizational values in their role in both defining and driving the company culture. I wanted to think of three kind of action steps that you may consider if you're looking to incorporate or strengthen your corporate values. Step number one is articulate and refresh your organizational values. You want to begin by clearly identifying and articulating those core values if they're not already in place. And if they do exist, then you might want to take the steps to refresh and reiterate. It's important that these values resonate authentically with the current climate and direction of the company. 
You can utilize the methods that are talked about in terms of focus groups, surveys, meetings with the leadership team or other discussions to ensure that these values are collaborative and a reflection of the entire team's perspective. Then you communicate these values effectively across the entire organization, ensuring that they become understood, but you also want to live out those values. In this particular instance, when you're thinking about articulating those values, you may have company values already. It is not a bad exercise to start testing your employees or your team on what those values are. And then if you're doing some research to see if any other values then begin to float up to the top in terms of your actual actions and what you're doing, and that may be a reason for you to readjust or to reinvest or to even double down on the values that you are currently listing on your website or currently listing within your organization. Action step number two will be leadership development and role modeling. So develop a leadership program or some type of initiative that emphasizes the importance of leading by example. You want to train your leaders, your mid-level managers to embody the company's values in their decision-making, in their management style, and then their daily interactions. And those interactions are both with internal employees as well as front-facing customers. When the leadership demonstrates a commitment to the core values, it sets an organizational standard that encourages employees to mirror these behaviors. Additionally, those recognition programs that we've talked about to celebrate employees exemplifying these values can further reinforce the desired culture and encourage others to follow suit. Hey, next week, we're going to continue the Winning the War on Workforce series. And we're going to talk about maximizing potential, employee growth through personal and professional development. Really, the three key things that we're going to cover next week is identify your employees' developmental leads, both personal and professional. Go through the process of creating an individual growth plan. You know, how do we bridge the gap from where they are and where they want to be? And then ways in which we can measure and celebrate their growth, both personally and professionally. This is what I want you to do this week. This is what I want you to do this week. I want you to appreciate yourself for who you are. I want you to spend some time just reflecting on the good things that have happened to you over the week. Bad things happen. That is life. Things happen. But I'm asking you to just focus on those things that you are grateful for. And as you focus on the things that, things that you're grateful for, I'm going to say that more good things are going to show up. I'm going to end this podcast like I end every podcast. That's this. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it. And there's a select group of people that actually follow through, do it, and are living the life of their dreams. My name is Dr. James Bryant, and it is my desire for you to be part of that select few. Have a great week. This is your guide for winning at work and at home. All right. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it, and a small fraction of people actually do it. I believe that you can have success both in business and in life, and it's my passion to guide you on your path to engineering your success.